Peace and greetings, everyone. Welcome to Goddess Talk Radio. I am your host, Miss Daphne, and this is where you get to listen to phenomenal women share about doing extraordinary things while living their best lives. It's all about the rise of the feminine divine. You know, it is my deepest intention and desire and will and all of those other great words that we love to use (laughs) to bring you guys cutting edge interviews with some of the most dopest, most intelligent, bright, beautiful, and winning women from all over the world. And let's not leave out the brothers as well. I plan to have brothers on the show who are, you know, doing their work and have projects and have programs and products that can help assist us on this journey as well. So up next, on the other side of the segment, I have some fire, yes, for those who are interested in the cannabis industry. Oh man, my cousin is about to lay it down. Yes, I have Tiffany Bowden, M-A and P-H-D-C on the other end waiting to drop some jewels about what it means to be a light worker. And she's building an army of light workers um, to help assist her in, you know, changing the energy in the cannabis field. So, you know, you might want to stay tuned and listen to that, especially if you're someone who has some interest in that sector. She will be, um, like I said, giving some powerful information, dispelling some myths, and uh, hopefully changing some minds about cannabis and its purposes and uses and the people who, you know, use it and sell it. So in the meantime, again, I'm Daphne. This is Goddess Talk Radio. You can always check me out at memoirsofagoddess.com for yoni eggs, yoni steams, waist beads, video diaries, blogs, and just downright inspiration. All right, so catch me on the other side of this segment. But in the meantime, enjoy this dance break. Hey, hey, peace and greetings, everyone. You are tuned in to Goddess Talk Radio. This is where you get to listen to phenomenal women share about doing extraordinary things while living their best lives. You know what it's all about over here. It's all about the rise of the feminine divine. And that manifests in many, many, many different and magnificent ways. I am so honored to have my guest on. Not only is she the Vice President of Education for the National Diversity and Inclusion for the Cannabis Alliance, she's the founder of the Minority Cannabis Business Association. She's also the founder of Comfy Tree Enterprises and the founder of Cushback. That's Cushback, the Thrive Tribe. Y'all join me in welcoming Miss Tiffany Bowden. Oh, don't let me forget. It's Tiffany Bowden, M-A and P-H-D-C. Welcome, Tiffany. Hello. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. Oh, wonderful. So, so, so <laughs> glad to hear. So that's that's a lot of founding that you've been doing out here in these streets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so Busy proud. Time of everything that you do and everything that you are. So first of all, thank you for being dope and awesome. And thank you for being my cousin too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's the, that's the best thing right there. 
It sure is. So, you know, we got divinity running all <laughs> through the bloodline and the DNA and all that good stuff. <laughs> exactly. So into it. Oh, my God. So the vice president of education for the National Diversity and Inclusion um, for the Cannabis Alliance. First of all, it's a lot of cannabis in this um, in this theme. How did you get involved in mm-hmm. that um, in that sector? Yeah, actually, uh, it's really kind of an interesting way that I came into the space because I came in more as a patient advocate. Uh, My father suffered from kidney failure and then um, ultimately passed. Uh, He shared with me that he was using cannabis to treat his pain. And Mm -hmm. I was able to see him come back uh, to me in a way that he wasn't able to with opioids. So when he passed away, um, you know, it was really one of those things that I wanted to research because my initial reaction when he told me that was not actually a positive one. I mean, I grew up as a dare kid and, you know, it was just one of those things that I was really actually kind of concerned about what was happening with my family when he, when he told me this. And uh, when I saw how, how beneficial it was, I was really kind of like, well, why is it that I even Mm -hmm. had that reaction in the first Mm -hmm. place? So I started to study the propaganda around uh, cannabis and how it even kind of got this stigma in the first place. So, but I've had a commitment to natural health and uh, cannabis was just one of those. I I never knew that that part. Um, So it also sounds like it sprung out Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, personal experience and um, seems like it was also a, a journey that you were on that, Probably, like you said, just snuck up on you because you had no idea that 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 was going on and it just sprouted from that. I just find that to be amazing. Wow. Yes, it was actually a little bit of an intrusive Mm -hmm. journey in the first part. (laughs) It was one of those Mm -hmm. that kind of chose me uh, rather than the other way around. Um, because I was not myself a cannabis consumer or patient Mm -hmm. at the entry point, Um, but I was definitely an advocate. And my work in advertising and communications had been very much about the representation of minorities in media. Mm -hmm. And is that cannabis is through thing that on through and stigma so uh, that's what made it make sense but then I really tr- oh Tiffany you, you're breaking up on my end I don't know if you're, okay. and it, it wasn't psychoactive or anything so it was great mm, wow so you've been in this business for some time now and I'm pretty sure you've learned a lot gained a lot and brought a lot to the table um, so at this point, you are shifting your focus just a little bit in the way that you engage with the cannabis industry and you are looking for, I mean, I don't correct me if that's not the right way to say it, but you're interested in connecting with other light workers who are mm-hmm. in the cannabis industry. Tell us about that. What does your um, ideal, what are the, the um, ideal characteristics that a light worker in the cannabis industry has? Well, absolutely. So uh, one thing about the cannabis industry is that, you know, we we've kind of have this term of uh, the green rush that's been going around. But what is often driving that rush is this idea of scarcity. Um, so in my view, light workers are people who have a, funda- a foundational 
understanding in abundance. And if you have an idea of abundance that you exude from, it's going to necessarily interact, you're going to interact with the industry differently. So uh, you're going to be creating policies that work for everyone. You're going to engage with compassion in your enterprise and in your business dealings, uh, as well as integrity. Uh, you're going to hold positive space for healing to be able to happen. Uh, so those are the things that I'm trying to increase and magnify. Wow. That that's really deep. So what um how did this aspect of your journey in the cannabis can, cannabis industry come about? Well, actually, I went through a, a little bit of trauma in a sense of when I came into the space, I originally assumed that everybody was in the space for the same reason that I was and that, you know, I'm a healer mm-hmm. and that I'm advocating for patients, that I'm advocating for everybody to win because I was socialized in that space of abundance. I came from blessed to be in abundant community Uh, but when I got into the space it was very quick that I found out that there was an alternate way and um, another kind of um, darker side that can come about when people are operating from scarcity and uh, whereas cannabis is very useful in assisting with trauma engaging in that space in the cannabis industry can actually induce trauma with cannabis industry workers and patients and such. And the closer that I got into the space, I was seeing that there just absolutely needed to be changed. So rather than just simply complaining about that, I wanted to be the change. And that's where I started to just kind of create uh, different opportunities for people to find each other online so that they can hold space and magnify. And wow. So change. is this the Kushback, the Thrive Tribe? Yes, so Kushback uh, is actually about the power of comes about in the cannabis industry. pushback on that power abuse. It's very much about uh, reclaiming our own power in the space. Um, It's about a power that cannot be taken, um, one that can only be given away, but, you know, reclaiming that space and holding that uh, so that you can make your moves uh, from that stable power. It's about elevating awareness. uh, So we coordinate with media so that people's uh, voices can be heard and affirmed, uh, creating action. So helping folks find resources as well as affirmation, which is one of those things that doesn't really kind of come about um, in policy work and uh, when you're dealing with these kinds of spaces, but in my view is the most important uh, because it helps uh, with that moral support Um, We do things like retreats. Um, I do a bit of life coaching within that space because I'm dealing with trauma work. So can you describe for us some of the healing capabilities of cannabis for some of us who may not um, know? Absolutely. I will speak from my personal experience in that I suffered a spinal fracture Uh, It was one that kind of came about in a spontaneous way, and it was something that lasted a lot longer than what traditional spinal fractures do. I went through Vicodin, Tylenol with codeine, Dilaudid, Percocet, 
uh, all of those either made me nauseous, made me too like kind of out of it to experience my day and be fully present like I love to be. Uh, and just made me really heavy and I and just did not have a tolerance for it. Um, so I am somebody who doesn't really like substances interfering with my mind. I don't drink. I don't really like um, prescription medication. And so for me, it was important to find an option that uh, did not interfere with that, but was still very powerful. So cannabis would seem like a really unlikely uh, end for somebody like myself, but actually topicals were an absolute godsend in that when you utilize the topicals, it's able to go directly to an area Mm -hmm. that has localized pain and you don't see any kind of psychoactive impact. Um, Part of that is the cannabinoids that are there, um, but also the terpenes um, are essentially beneficial as well. So cannabis can be beneficial from a standpoint of pain relief, uh, for seizures, uh, there are people that uh, use it to support their issues with cancer, uh, with uh, PMS, wow. uh, so with can fibromyalgia. You, I'm just so intrigued by this. Uh, you, you name it, there's probably somebody the many that is experimenting with that, their that I guess you can use the pieces of the plant. Like, what's the anatomy of the plant, if you can simply break that down? So, like, I know marijuana. I know the term weed. I am familiar with the term sure. cannabis. But is that, like, a different part of the plant or, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So we have cannabis and we have hemp. So uh, cannabis is like your marijuana and then hemp is its cousin. So best way that you can kind of think about it is, uh, you know, you have canines, mm-hmm. but from canines, you can have a puppy, um, like a poodle, or you can also have a wolf. They came from the same, you know, species, if you will, way back, but they're very different. So on that hemp side, you can make anything from food, fiber, fuel, or medicine. That means that you can literally use hemp and fuel a jet engine. You can make plastics to make a car. You can make t-shirts. You can make rope. Uh, You can make medicine by way of the CBD oil. Uh, You can make food. That's all just on the hemp side. There's billions of products that you can make from that side alone. On the cannabis side, uh, what you have is the uh, extracts that come from the flower, um, which make the the medicinal compounds, whereas on the hemp side, it's more about the the seeds and stock that is generally used. Um, But within that, we have uh, the cannabinoids. So when you hear things like THC, that is a cannabinoid. There's also CBD, there's CBDA, there's CBG. There's so many different cannabinoids that people don't even realize uh, how many there are. We really don't know how many there are at this point. Uh, There's also terpenes. Now, some people who maybe they're in Young Living or they're in doTERRA or some other essential oils family, may be familiar with the term terpenes because it's not unique to cannabis. It's something that gives a plant its unique aroma, but also gives it a therapeutic impact. So for example, linalil, which uh, comes out of like plants like lavender, gives lavender its unique scent, but also its relaxing effect. You can see these kinds of terpenes in purple haze and other kinds of cannabis strains, which do have a similar Mm -hmm. effect as well. So if you're an essential oil 
uh, person or an aromatherapist. Wow. A good okay, so you just broke that well. down for mm-hmm. us. Can you break down the many different ways that cannabis and its family members can be used? I know you mentioned topical. Obviously, you can smoke it. What other ways can you um, use it, use the cannabis? Hey, Tiff, you're kind of, I, you're breaking up on my end. Can, mm-hmm. can you hear me? Maybe you need to just move around just a little bit to get a signal. Okay, everybody, we're back. You are tuned in to Goddess Talk Radio. We are with Tiffany Bowden, MA and PhDC. She is the founder of the Minority Cannabis Business Association, uh, Comfy Tree Enterprises, and Cushback the Thrive Tribe. And so, Tiffany, you there? I am. Okay, wonderful. So my question was, now that you've uh, described the... Um, the, the breakdown of the the cannabis family tree <laughs> that's the way I could put it mm-hmm. um, can you also start to tell us about the different ways that it can be used um, and applied I know you just mentioned topical what other ways sure yeah there's so many different ways uh, and there's constantly people that are coming up with new ways so topicals is one and that's where you know you have like your creams your butters your gels um, even um, your bath bombs, like a lot of people don't think about like bath bombs and, and oils and things of that nature, body butters. Uh, but all of that would go into your topical family, even lotions. Um, smoking and inhalation uh, is still the number one way that people utilize cannabis. But that's more so because that's the default way that people um, understand that you can utilize it. It's not, however, the fastest growing. Um, the fastest growing, um, you have edibles, um, as well as your tinctures. So edibles, you have uh, both your sweet and your savory categories. So everybody kind of knows about the sweet edibles, like your brownies, your gummy bears, your hard candies, things like that. Uh, But there's also a lot of room for innovation in your savories, like your pasta sauces, your oils that can be put on uh, different foods and um, like your your butters and such that can be spread on toast, uh, salad dressings, those types of things. There are so many chefs that are coming out with really innovative and really cool ideas there. Now, real quick, do those way, do those methods also provide the psycho, um, I don't know how to say it. The psychoactive effect? The psychoactive effect, yes. So it depends on exactly what is the product. So the method itself, um, now with the topicals, you cannot have a psychoactive effect at all. doesn't matter if there's high THC or not because your body does not metabolize it in the same way. So it's not going to give you that. With your other methods, so like your your uh, inhalation and smoking, your um, tinctures and things of that nature, anything that would be broken down internally, that can give you a psychoactive effect if there is THC in it. Now, keep in mind, there are hundreds of cannabinoids in cannabis. And so THC is the only one responsible for making you feel, as we would say, high or mm-hmm. having that effect. There is mm-hmm. also the opportunity to have like 
you know, high CBD, very low THC applications, which even if you were to inhale it or if you were to eat it um, or to have it in a capsule, uh, it's still not going to make you feel high. So it just really depends at that point what exactly is in the uh, product. Okay. Wow. So you have described topical inhalation. Um, what else did you say? Tinctures, capsules. Mm-hmm. capsules. Yeah. And anything else? Yeah. And edibles. Edibles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, I'm learning a lot of stuff that I did not know about. <laughs> yes. What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I was going to say, just like even with the edibles category, uh, you know, you can find in the grocery store, uh, there's going to be a cannabis version. So pretzels, popcorn, water, um, sodas, all of that, um, you can find a, a cannabis variety. One of the most interesting things I saw at one point at a, uh, it was at a event was a, it was Buffalo wings, but they were made from a cannabis based oil. <laughs> 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 you know it was a brother who was making that too what oh man i love people ingenuity and they damn imagination it's crazy you about to get lit off some buffalo wings my g <laughs> yeah i love yes, it yes okay yes. so now there's also other things though that's there's also other things though that are kind of um coming about which is within that sacred femininity space and mm. uh, spaces that are honoring our pleasure as well as our feminine health so um, female lubricants as well as suppositories to assist with uh, pms or to um, aid with uh, female orgasms um, or our lubrication uh, cannabis is also being used in those spaces too as well as our hair care like hemp oils and such so uh, we're definitely being honored in that space too wow what myths would you like to dispel as hmm. it relates to the cannabis to cannabis its uses and the mm-hmm. industry yeah i would say that in terms of cannabis and its uses the biggest one is that Uh, any kind of cannabis can get you high. That is probably the biggest uh, confusion about it. Um, The other is that everybody who's in the cannabis industry is, uh, you know, just wanting to be high. Um, I'm one of those people who um, would definitely be an exception to that. And you would find that that's not exactly uncommon in that sense. Um, And the other thing about the industry, if you're interested in working in the industry, Uh, The way that the media tends to perceive the industry as a space that you can come in and get rich quick and that pretty much anything that you throw up, you can make lots of money Um, or even that um, presenting a very limited view of what getting into the industry means, which is like having a dispensary or a cultivation center. Those are some things that are definitely myths um, and can be kind of harmful um, to your career in a sense of. Uh, there's so many other things that you can do without causing yourself financial damage or taking those kinds of risks that are necessary for those types of opportunities. Mm. So how is someone who's interested in being a, are you there to? Okay. I am. Um, someone who's interested in being a light worker, so to speak, and um, mm-hmm. partnering with you or collaborating with you on your endeavors, how would they get in contact with you if they're interested? 
Certainly. Um, one of those places that you can interact with me would be on Facebook and joining my group, Kushback, a Thrive Tribe. That's where I'm seeking people who are wanting to hold positive space and be a light in some of those dark places so that you can assist me in transmuting pain. I am a pain alchemist, so um, I'm somebody who helps people who have pain from various different sources, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual pain. So uh, a lot of the work that I do in that community uh, would be of interest. Um, you can also find me on Facebook under Tiffany Bowden. Uh, if you connect with me, I can assist you, whether that means that you're trying to be an entrepreneur or uh, if you're already in the cannabis space and uh, you've just needed a like mind to connect with um, or you are a patient or wanting to be a patient and needing assistance. I can help on all those fronts. Wow. And last but not least, what advice would you give to someone who, hmm, who wants to get into the cannabis industry, but may have those, um, you know, preconceived notions or misconceptions. Like you said, you were a dare kid and you had all mm -hmm. that, you know, um, perceptions about it. And they also, anyone who may be getting pushback from their family or coming out of religious or political beliefs mm -hmm. that it's not, you know, a good thing. What advice would you give to them if they are inching towards getting involved, but are still being held back by, those um, blockages and barriers? Certainly, I would say that there's a couple of things. Um, you can watch, there's a documentary called uh, Sanjay Gupta's Weeds. It was a CNN documentary called Weeds by, um, by that doctor. That'll show you how so many people are using uh, cannabis uh, for medicine, and that has really kind of helped to move the industry forward. There you'll see people who are perhaps using applications that maybe don't have that psychoactive effect, but it's severely helping them reduce their seizures or it's, um, it's helping to save their lives. I would also uh, recommend talking to patients um, rather than kind of being on the outside and asking them questions about how they got into cannabis and why they use it instead of their other traditional medications. Uh, patients who've suffered from severe and chronic pain will most certainly tell you the truth about their journeys. Uh, if you're curious about it yourself, um, certainly I would say to start with a CBD oil or capsule or uh, something of that nature, because even if you're not sick, um, what it is is that it would be a really great uh, vitamin um, kind of a substance for you. So you would just feel a better sense of well-being. You cannot overdose on cannabis um, in a way that would be harmful for you. So nobody has ever died from cannabis overdose. And I'm talking about you could have loads and loads and loads of cannabis in your system. Um, and even if it's a THC-based cannabis, you would feel uncomfortable um, and you probably would not enjoy it, but you would not die, which is different from opioid overdose. And that's uh, one main reason that a lot of people are using cannabis applications for healing. Mm. Wow. Tiffany, this has been an awesome, awesome, awesome conversation. And I would love to have you back um, whenever, whenever you have some things going on. I know people may be interested in some of your retreats. Do you have any of those mm -hmm. coming up before we wrap up? 
You know what? I'm actually looking to plan one specific in the cannabis space. Um, I have been working with uh, some of my brothers that I went to school with um, called Honors Yoga, uh, and they have a retreat that's coming up August 10th uh, in the Atlanta, Georgia area that I would definitely say is worth checking out. Um, as for Cushback, uh, we're going to be doing something probably here in a couple months. It's not planned yet, but I would love to have some light workers on board who would be willing to offer some pampering and some love uh, to the women who are in the space who have per- forgotten their sense of worth or their purpose, um, or perhaps that they're dealing with trauma and PTSD and are needing some assistance with grounding. So if you are uh, someone who's like really great with massage or Reiki or uh, yoga or, you know, just want to be generous in the space um, and also want to intersect with cannabis, then you're my kind of person and connect with me. Yay. That's so awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Tiffany. Yeah, no problem. All righty, y'all. There y'all have it. Make sure you are um, reaching out to Tiffany if you feel like you are a light worker and you want to get involved in the cannabis industry, as she has described. You can find her on Facebook, Tiffany Bowden. And also the group is called Cushback, a Thrive Tribe. I love that. That's dope. (laughs) <laughs> so y'all know what time yeah. it is we wrapped up another dynamite interview i'm daphne i'm your host this is goddess talk radio catch us on the flip side of this segment but in the meantime i want y'all to enjoy this music break hey wow have you guys ever thought about getting involved in the cannabis industry Tiffany just gave us a lot of things to think about as it relates to getting in the industry, um, being a light worker and getting into the industry, how cannabis um, can benefit its users, the many different ways it can be used, and the many different forms um, that it comes in. So, you know, learn something new every day, and uh, it may have picked your interest or further pushed an interest that you already had. So definitely get involved with some of the things that she has going on Cushback is the name of the group on facebook um again you have tuned in to goddess talk radio i am your host daphne i hope you have enjoyed this show i hope you learned a lot and i hope you um had a shift in your perception of cannabis its uses the users and the industry Um, I hope y'all come back. Keep listening to Goddess Talk Radio. I got some fire, fire, fire in the lineup still. Yes, this is a popping ass podcast and it's only going to keep progressing. All right. (laughs) I hope y'all having a wonderful day as usual. Catch me next time. Peace.